0: Howdy, hello, and welcome to yet another episode of everyone's least favorite podcast. Uh, it is me, your boy, uh, Annoying Question Boy. Um, I I don't even fucking know where to start. Um, I really gotta start, like, planning for these, but they usually, as is today, are just like me at lunch listening to podcasts going oh yeah i have a podcast i should probably record an episode uh so yeah that's what this is going to be so uh let's get into it uh intro music let's go so Oh, my goodness. So, COVID-19 is still a fucking thing. Can we believe that? No, me neither. Um, I know that sounds ignorant, but, like, y'all are so stupid. Like, just f- f- fucking stay home. Just fucking stay home. Um, The reason why your jobs are closed, why schools are closed are because you should not be congregating in public. You need to stay home. To any of you who missed my previous two episodes, let's take five minutes to go over the overview of what a virus is. Uh, if If you already know what it is, probably skip ahead like three, four minutes, and we'll be done talking about this. So, yeah. Um... So a virus is not necessarily similar to bacteria or quote-unquote germs or any other disease. A virus is a virus. That's why it's called something else. Welcome to English 101. Um, So how a virus works is the only way that it can replicate itself um, and continue to live is with a host. Um... So because of this, it will obviously seek out a a host. But the reason why this is important to know and the reason why the government and many of your friends and family are trying to tell you to stay the fuck home is because a virus will cease spreading and cease living if it isn't able to have a host within a certain amount of time. Every virus has a certain lifespan, uh, a length of time that it can exist without a host. Um, And as far as I last knew, um, I haven't confirmed this yet, but what I've heard and what I read myself was that uh, COVID-19 can last about 14 days without a host. So what this means, a host, is the virus will go into someone's system and the same way that we make antibodies, our immune system creates uh, these antibodies to fight off sicknesses. The virus will overtake our immune system and use the same processes that we use to create antibodies to create replicates of itself. Why this is important to know is because every time someone new gets the virus, that means there's a new mildly different strain of the virus because when the virus uses your immune system to create replicates of itself it picks up your genes and your DNA and encodes that into the replicates of the virus. So now every time the virus is replicated it is somewhat different because it's infected someone new. So this is also important to note because as it stands, we all continue leaving the fucking house and just going to Walmart or going here or going there. And every time someone new gets it, the virus is for certain alive for another 14 days. So if we all could just fucking take one for the team, maybe not go to Walmart, maybe not go to McDonald's today, you know... Maybe just suffer for two or three weeks. This virus would be incapable of spreading because it would have died. Yes, there's a chance that one or two people might get it, but if we limit our interactions with people, we will limit the amount of people that will catch it and the speed and length at which it can spread. But of course, because we live in the great U.S. of A., Where I'm goddamn free to do whatever I want. All you jackasses keep living your life as if nothing is happening. And I know a lot of folks, because we live in such a privileged society, think that this virus will be eradicated shortly. You know, we have modern medicine, we have so many scientists, so many smart minds, so much money and technology, we should be able to create a medication or a vaccine of some sort in no time, right? Well, that's not exactly how it works. So first of all, in order to create a vaccine or a medicine, you have to extract different parts of the virus, create some form of an antibody or anti-COVID-19 chemical. You have to harness that. You have to replicate it, multiply it. Test it multiple times over, then send the first batch out to people. And most people probably, you know, unless you have a great immune system, probably should not take that first dose of the vaccine because as it stands, it, it would have never been used on humans and we don't know how it will, how humans will react to it. Um, because it's so new, COVID-19, meaning it's novel to the year 2019, it's new, um, we know pretty little about the virus as a whole, um, how to control it, how to fight it, you know, what exactly our body can do to fight it ourselves, um, but as it stands right now, there's people dying every single fucking day, because you folks, and when I say you folks, I mean folks in the world, um, insist on trying to hold on to some form of normalcy that once was, um, which I understand, you know, I'm not knocking you and saying, you know, what you're doing is ne- like inhumane or anything. I understand why people do that because to completely shut down your life in a way you've never done before is just very, very, uh, nerve wracking and makes you feel not safe. You know what I mean? So in order to feel safe and feel, uh, like, they themselves are going to be okay. They have to cling on to some type of normalcy in order to feel like nothing is going wrong. I get that. You know what I mean? Um I get the psychology behind it. But what I don't understand is um how people are seeing these death totals. How people are seeing the cases grow every single day across the world and still somehow thinking, one, this isn't even real, which I work at Lowe's, which I've talked about before on the podcast, like the amount of fucking redneck jackasses that come through the store and tell me like, oh, you don't need to disinfect that. Oh, you shouldn't have to worry about wearing a mask or anything like that. You're fine. This isn't even real. It's going to go away Um, or not even it's going to go away, but it's not even just real. And then you got folks that are like, oh, you're going to be fine. Don't even worry about it. Um, I saw this good video on Facebook that uh, kind of explains the importance of staying home. So there's a thousand eggs on a table and they're all on mousetraps with the traps set. And someone takes one egg and drops it from two feet directly in the middle. And I think something like 751 of those mousetraps go off. So what this obviously is a metaphor... is that one person that leaves their house has no idea the actual repercussions that come with that action. You leaving the house, one, gives the virus a new host. Two, if you have it and you're not symptomatic yet, you are already a host and you're giving the virus new hosts everything you touch someone else is gonna touch every, you know store you go in, etc, etc and if you can't understand that then you're really just fucking stupid and I don't really fucking care about calling you stupid Um, what I feel like is a a big portion of the problem is, like I said, we live in such a privileged society, a good portion of our lives is without struggle, yeah we might not be able to get a, a we might have to get the Junior Baconator this week because, you know, we're a little tight on money. Or, you know, we can't buy a new Xbox controller right after it breaks because we don't have it in the cards. Or, you know, we have to go for the stock model Jetta instead of getting, you know, the the turbo version. But what, what people don't realize is how much privilege we actually have. A good portion of Americans have no concern whatsoever about this virus because they are capable of either fighting it off themselves because they have a strong immune system, because of their availability to healthy diets, uh, clean drinking water, medication, doctor's visits, things of this nature. But there is a big portion of Americans who does not have the availability to these things. And there's a good portion of the world that especially does not. I think we as Americans uh, kind of fucked up in teaching one another that we're the you know the the strongest most free and the best country in the world because it has created this this uh, this sense of idiocy that basically nullifies our ability to think logically and uh, think empathetically um, because as it stands right now I mean if I were to be able to take a picture and post it in this podcast right now, the Lowe's parking lot is completely full. Completely full. They're not limiting the amount of people in the store. They're not enforcing any kind of social distancing rules. Because what can you really do? Because of constitutional rights, someone could just tell you to fuck off and there's nothing you can do. Um. So yeah, I mean... Guys... This isn't going away, okay? This is gonna stay with us a long time, especially if you keep thinking it's perfectly okay for you to go out as long as you have gloves and a mask on, um, stay the fuck home. If what you're leaving your house for is not an emergency or completely essential, stay the fuck home. I don't care if you're bored. I don't care if you're sad. I don't care what if you're feeling cooped up. Fucking, do you understand how, how many things we have available to us? Every book that has ever been written is currently available on the internet. Every movie, TV series, everything you can think of is currently available on the internet. You can learn any instrument simply sitting on your fucking ass... You can write a book. You can... You don't need to leave your house. You really, really do not. You do not whatsoever need to leave your house. For anything. You really don't. Um... I I don't know. I'm I'm over talking about this shit. I'm skipping. I'm skipping the next thing. This is pissing me off. Fucking... (sighs) I never thought I'd have to do this segment. Um uh, as it stands right now, Bernie Sanders has officially suspended his campaign. Um, I'm sure many of you, many of you are aware of this. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, uh, I'm feeling much better than I did when it first happened. Um, but I'm still feeling kind of hopeless, but let's, let's not talk about that just yet. Let's talk about What is really going on? So, what it means to suspend a campaign. No, Bernie Sanders has not dropped out of the political race. You can still write in Bernie Sanders on the ticket when you go to vote in states that haven't voted yet. Um, He is still able to be elected president. But what suspending his campaign means is he is no longer actively going around the country... uh, for polling, for press conferences, for debates, anything like that. Um, He felt it was unsafe and unnecessary uh, to do all of these things considering two things. One, his still increasing uh, grassroots following. And two, the availability of the internet. So, As it stands right now, Bernie Sanders is still on the fucking ticket. Don't- don't you forget it. Um. Now, here's where I especially didn't want to do this. Um. Bernie Sanders might be letting us down, folks. Um. Yes, is it good that he is not actively campaigning? Yes. Oh, side note. Um. Just because I'm very proud to announce this, uh. Bernie Sanders has guaranteed all of his staff health care until November 1st. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is the right thing to do, okay? I'm not going to praise him for it. He's not some godlike creature because of it. This is just simply what should be done, and he did it. Congrats to you. I applaud your ability to do the right thing. Bernie Sanders might let us down. So as it stands, he's amassed quite, quite a amount of money uh, from campaigning. And as far as I know, he has not officially released a statement saying what will happen to this money. So keep an eye on that. Number two, um, if Bernie Sanders tells me to vote for Joe Biden... I am going to fucking freak out. In 2016, when Bernie Sanders dropped out and he, um... Oh, what's it called? Endorsed Hillary Clinton. I wanted to punch him in the face. Standing completely against everything. Everything he campaigned for. Everything. By endorsing... A woman like Hillary Clinton now the ball's in his court we are we have yet to see what he's going to do I have confidence in him although I am wary Bernie Sanders I love you uh you're a great guy you've been doing great things for a long time and I'm proud to say that you still have my vote but as it stands right now and as far as the climate of the uh, election, and the climate of the country as a whole, and I don't mean weather patterns, um, he wasn't, he wasn't left enough, um, and I know to some of you that's gonna sound really weird, because you guys, for the most part, unless you are pretty educated, um, think that Bernie Sanders is just about as left as it gets, and think that all leftists were, like, Like awestruck by Bernie Sanders. We weren't. Um, Is he a good guy? Yeah. Would he have made a good president? Probably. Um, Is he doing a lot of good stuff? Was he fighting for a lot of good things? Yeah. Um, But as it stands, I I will sing no praise for Bernie Sanders other than that. Um, He was a step in the right direction and he would have been what we needed and still is what we need in order to distance ourselves from the shit storm that is this country and its politics and how it runs now and make our way towards a better tomorrow but he was not the solution he was not our savior by any means necessary um and i'm sorry to those of you who don't like that um i don't really care uh read read some theory um educate yourself and then we'll talk um But yeah, Bernie Sanders is uh, not actively campaigning. So, I mean, what this means for the presidential race is pretty weird. Uh, If Joe Biden is the nomination, we have Trump for four more years. Which, it doesn't really matter at this point. Trump or Biden would essentially be the same same thing. Uh, Trump is just more outspoken, and Biden is senile. That's really the only difference between them. And if you can't see that, again... Educate yourself, and then we can talk. Um, so yeah, feeling a little hopeless, but here, here is my positive send off, and we'll we'll end the podcast on this because I want to finish my lunch, um, and because I will get more miserable if I keep talking. Um, Bernie Sanders made it a clear and concise point of his campaign. It is not me, as in Bernie Sanders. It is us, as in the people of this country and the people of this world, it is us, the working class, average Joe, middle class, quote unquote, middle class Americans who make this world go round, who build this society and keep it running, who run the corporations, who run the banks, who... Run the world if we did not have working class folks in this country, you would not see anything like we see today you would not see society as it is today uh, we would be we would be scavengers we would be animals um you need cashiers you need janitors you need these people gas station workers you need uh Steel mill workers, you need these people. The world is built on them, and they're the goddamn foundation of this country. So to see someone like Bernie Sanders stand up and say this, especially in the climate that he was saying it in, was very impressive, and it was exactly what we needed. And it amassed such such a grassroots following, you know, millions upon millions of people finally hearing their... Their message and their struggle spoken on and understood and respected and reflected upon and worried about. And finally, it felt like someone fucking cared. Now, Bernie Sanders might not be actively uh, campaigning and he might not be the 2020 president of the United States. But you guess guess what? It doesn't fucking matter. Because as he was trying to fucking tell you people... um, just trying to help you, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, it's not him. Bernie Sanders could not be- become president and gotten none of this shit done. Gotten none of it done. Able to accomplish none of it. They would have black fucking whatever you want to call it. They wouldn't have let anything he put in the Congress pass. But you know what can make things pass? The people. There's 300 and something million people in this country And a good portion of those are working-class Americans that Bernie Sanders and people like him have been fighting for for years and years to come. So it's time that we stood next to Bernie Sanders and his constituents and folks who think like him. And it's time we stood arm-in-arm with one another. I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, Italian, uh, Middle Eastern, uh, Canadian fucking from Louisiana. I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care what religion you subscribe to. I don't care what uh, gender you do or do not conform to. I don't care what... I don't care who you fuck. Okay? All that I care about is you're a human being. And every human being on this planet needs a few things. They need a livable wage. They need a place to lay their head at night. They need food in their stomach. And they need to be able to go to the doctors when they're sick. And that's what we need to fight for. We need to continue the fight that Bernie Sanders brought to the mainstream that Bernie Sanders brought to Fox News, CNN and MSNBC brought to the face of all these Americans who decided that it was, it was it was worthless it wasn't worthwhile to fight for what we need, but it is, and we should and we should be fighting harder now than we ever have and showing them. That we don't care who the fuck you try to put in that Oval Office. We are still here and we are still fighting for what we deserve. Thank you once again to probably the one of you that is still listening to this. Uh, I appreciate you very much. Sorry we had to keep talking about coronavirus. Um, I'm going to keep talking about it until I feel like there's nothing more to talk about. Um So, as that stands, probably skip, like, the first five minutes of my next couple podcasts. But, go ahead and listen to my other podcasts, also found here on Anchor, or wherever you're listening. We got Spotify, Apple Music as well. Uh, For updates and things of that nature, you can find me, Annoying Question Boy, at that tagline, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um... I appreciate you all. Love you all. Hope everyone's staying safe. Hope everyone's staying home and staying healthy. Uh, Folks, it's now more than ever imperative that we learn to love one another and live for one another. Bless up. Have a good day.